This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. everybody welcome to episode 285 of flow wrestling radio live i'm your host christian piles joined as always by my mainest man willie sailor and today a special tuesday because one it's u.s open week but more importantly we have the one and only ben Askren on the line ben newly named badger rtc head coach mr Askren, how you doing i'm doing really well and i am also excited for the u.s open uh, I'm going out there this year. It's the first time I've been to in a while. I, I missed uh, the NCAA this year in lieu of uh, the U.S. Open, so I'm, I'm also pumped for it like you guys are. What weight are you going? Hey, so <laughs> I did tell you, Pyle, I, was, uh, I, I got my flight in with my family a day early because I was like debating wrestling, oh and, and I didn't want to train. I didn't want to train, and that was... Uh, um, but I had considered it for a while. I probably would have gone 79 kg. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I couldn't bring myself to train. I, I guarantee people I'd be wrestling Midlands this year, so I do, in fact, have to do that. And it'll be good for me to have something to train for. Dang. Man, now, now I, I was just joking about what weight you were going. Now I hear it was actually considered. I'm, actually, I'm legitimately sad, Ben. So yeah. um, with taking a position at Badger RTC, I mean— you're going to be on the mat more, probably traveling less, probably, you know, fighting less or not at all. Um, yeah, would you go fun. in? Would you go in yeah. tournaments? Um, yeah, I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed to it. Um, but I, you know, it's not like high on my priority list either. Like I might do it for a couple times, but it, it'll never be the focus of my life or anything like it was, say, in 2008 or whatever. Gotcha. So what yeah. what about the Badger RTC position uh, attracted you to it? Why did you ultimately decide, hey, yeah, this is the next move I want to make my career? Obviously, you've you've retired um, yeah. from MMA, so you've got a little more bandwidth there. But why Badger RTC? Well, it's a, obviously it's a great fit for me because I live in Wisconsin. Um, you know, one of the big goals for for me when you know I I want kind of want to see Barry Davis go was that. I, you know, Max and I and Coach Messimer are starting to produce a lot of really high-level athletes out of Wisconsin, and I, frankly, I want to see some of those kids go right down the road. I, I want to be part of their lives still, um, and, you know, when someone like Jacob Roshka or Bo Bresky, when they're seven hours away, that's fantastic, and I text them a little bit still, but it's not like I get to see them on a regular basis or anything, and so that's huge for us. We have, you know, Mac, we got a really good crop of kids coming out of AWA, and I think uh, you know, a lot of them are maybe high division one caliber. And so, you know, to help secure them right down the road and, um, you know, to, to get to be a part of their lives, even if it's a small part, you know, I'm not the Badgers head coach. I'm not going to be a huge part of their lives, but to be a small part of their lives and get to see them grow up and, and do their thing. Um, that's gigantic for me. Is there going to be a, a push to get more senior level athletes in the Badger RTC training, I think they have two right now. I'm not actually sure who they, yeah, which ones two. they are. Evan Harrison and Zark Lachiski. Gotcha. That's two pretty good ones. Um, is there going to be a push to get get some more guys? 
Yeah, there's got to be a push. Um, you know, there's got to be a huge fundraising effort, obviously, uh, with Penn State having $5 million in the bank. Some of the, the recruiting efforts for the senior level stuff are, are highly unfair when they can, you know, pay $60,000 a year to every single well, person. Well, it sounds fair. No, I think that's fair. Just maybe, well, like, maybe not. Is it fair so I can deal with that, but we got to we gotta hustle over here in Wisconsin too, you know? Yeah. Um, so no, it's not fair when one program's at five million, and I think the next one was a couple hundred thousand, maybe. I remember when you guys released that report. That's not fair. Life isn't fair. That's fine. But we got to do some. We got to do some fundraising over here. Get some more senior level athletes. And you know, when I looked at the list the other day, shoot, every, about everyone's spoken for. So we got to get out at the US Open and start grinding and start finding some senior level athletes who want to come to Wisconsin and train. Well, that's awesome. Um, so how does the the I guess the daily workflow look like for Ben Asker now between AWA Badger RTC. What's that work dynamic like? Well, so when I move to my new house now, it's only going to be about 40 minutes from Madison. Nice. Um, my wife and I, we already sold our, 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 the house I'm in right now. Uh, we're moving in, in June out of here. So I'm not going to be super far away. Um, you know, they have told me that I, I don't necessarily need to be there every single day of the week. Um, you know, especially in downtimes and, they're kind of allowing me to make the schedule. So, you know, mornings and afternoons, because AWA is just at night, right? The kids got to go to school. Um, so we're just at night. So frankly, you know, I, I stay busy during the days, but I have flexibility with my time and what I want to do. So that's kind of what it's going to look like. And then, you know, hopefully if I built a nice enough facility, so my wife and I were building the facility on our property. Um, and so hopefully we have a nice enough facility. Hopefully those senior level athletes will come see me once in a while so I don't have to drive so much. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good deal. All right. As we mentioned earlier, it is U.S. Open week. We're And by the way, we're very excited for the Badger RTC and Wisconsin in general. Very excited what's going on there. But let's transition to, to the hey, U.S. You see us next year, Christian. Hey, we're going to come. Listen, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll do you one better. So we are going on uh, an all-time road trip for Final X. It starts in Austin, Texas. We're taking okay. a 12-passenger van to Lincoln. Then between Who's in this 12-passenger van? It's going to be Willie. I'm driving. Willie? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm out driving. Willie's driving out. <laughs> I drove that whole way to Stillwater with you. Oh, you did, right? That was, and that was hectic. Yeah, it was a tornado. All right, so here's, here's the crew so far. Willie, Kyle, Nomad, Bader, Spay... Joe Kenya, who I don't believe you know yet, and um, Nick Veliquette, who you know, oh. and my son, Caleb. That's fun. Hey, so are you guys going to be able to do live live podcasts from the van? Well, via cell phones, maybe we'll do like Facebook we'll do and Instagram. Live. We'll do something. We're, we're going to do we'll all do kinds of stuff. stuff. Anyways, the point of that is okay. between Lincoln and State College, we're co Lincoln. it's we're done deal. I already called Bono. We're going okay. to Madison. What day is that? I, don't, I yeah, I mean that that sounds sounds like fun to me. Um, stop on by; it's gonna be a little bit out of your way. But Wisconsin is beautiful in the summer. It's it's rough in the winter sometimes, but we have very nice summers. We'll take you guys out to a lake and cook you some food or something like that. All right, you're speaking you're speaking our language. Luke Fisk. What do you guys eat up there? <laughs> Luke Fisk. I, walleye. Deep fried walleye. Oh, and I don't love them, but they love bratwurst up here. That's that's a big deal right there. Hey, I'm, guys I'm, catch, I can do that. Did you guys catch Flozo when they brought him? They brought Ben cheese curds from next door, 
and they were like, hey, we thought you're from Wisconsin. You'd like some cheese curds. Ben's like, I'd never eat cheese curds. And he starts That's... eating them. And he goes like, these are amazing. Uh-oh. So he had to come to Austin, Texas to discover the beauty of cheese curds. Yeah. Hey, are you – my question for the Open for you before we get into some of the other stuff, um, were you are already planning to go to the Open to coach some of your juniors, or, or are you going now to coach seniors? No, I, I was always going. I was going to coach some of my juniors. A few of them bailed on me. <clears throat> They've just been too busy. Uh, so I, I've got a few guys to coach. Um, you know, with the Badger RTC guys, I might step into a few corners, but you got you know how it is. I haven't coached these guys. If they want me to help out a little bit, I can do it. But it's not like, you know, until you have a, a deep relationship, it's not like you can have that much of an effect uh, on the athlete or help them that much. So I'll do what I, I'll absolutely do what I can if they want me to. But again, you know, my, my obviously with, just accepting the job. My, my relationships are limited with them. I think if, if things are looking good with those guys, that's when you step in the corner, and then it's like, wow, the Ben Askren impact is real. If things are not going well, it's like, okay. So I, that's a little, little pro tip for you. you go. Okay, enough about that. I want to talk about the U.S. Open. What wrestlers, what potential matches, what weight classes are you most excited about? Um, well, you know, it, do, it does make it – and uh, I'm not complaining, guys, because I, I, I actually love the Final X con- concept. But it does make it tough to follow when, when some guys have buys to the world team trials. You know, like, say, a Spencer Lee. Like, I was really excited to see Spencer Lee in this bracket. He's not in there. Now we still got Dayton Fix, but we also don't have Thomas Gilman because he's sitting all the way till Final X. So I was like, you know, initially I was like, damn, if all those guys are in one bracket, that is going to be a lot of fun. Um because that's one that you know you don't really know how Fix and Lee are gonna do. You haven't you can surmise, you can guess, but you haven't seen those guys against the senior level guys. So I think that one is extra fun. But I, you know, honestly, we don't get to see them all against each other. Um, so for me, that is if we talk about all of the process, that is the that's the weight class to me. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, but of note, whether. Um Regardless of if it was Final X or not, Spencer Lee would be out till World Team Trials, which would not be right now, and Thomas Gilman yeah. would be out till the final. So it really yeah. it didn't impact that as much. But yeah, I think I think. Well, 57, that's what I was saying. I was saying I would like to see all those guys in one bracket. I and, know. Yeah. Well, it would be most very of nice. them will be um, at the next one. You know, at least at, at the uh, trial. Besides so Gilman. How do you think Gable does at heavyweight? I think I think yeah. he's one of the biggest uh, discussion points. That's another one. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're talking about mo- most fun things. It's, you know, we don't like the things that we already know. And we might get surprised every once in a while, but you guys as, as smart wrestling people know that, you know, a lot of the matches are going to turn out in a similar manner as they have previously, right? Um, Gable, Gable's another one, like Fix and like uh, Spencer Lee. Obviously, he's competed at the highest of levels at the younger age groups. And that, so now, how is he going to do now? Man, I don't know. You know, when I see the 3-2 win over... Uh, Kirklevet, um, I think, okay, maybe he's not that good. Maybe he's not as good as I think. But then when you see him dominate the junior world, you're like, damn, could he could he beat all these senior level guys? Like, I think that's a possibility. Um, so really, you know, my gut says he does well but doesn't win somewhere like uh, third, fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. But it is, it's really hard to, to pick because you don't have a lot of things to compare against. Yeah, talk about polar opposites. Um, what do you think of 
what do you think of Varner coming back? You know, the old vet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was thrown off. Were you guys thrown off by that? Uh, yeah, I thought he was done. I'm not thrown off to see him. It, it's it made sense to me that he would go up to to heavyweight eventually. Um, really? Well, yeah, he's not beating Kyle, obviously, and yeah, um, I mean that's true. He can't beat Kyle. And here's here's my thought. Here's my thought. Who's the number one guy at heavyweight? Wiz. And who comes and trains at Nittany Lion very frequently? I think he knows where he stands with Gwiz. That that's how I read it. Mm-hmm. I said that's, he probably that's an interesting thought. Now maybe now maybe not. Now maybe maybe Gwiz beats him badly. But my thought is, you know, I don't see Jake Varner as a guy who just recreationally is going to come and just go to the open for for kicks, right? Yeah, uh, he's doing that's it. I, yeah, that, that's. And that's how I felt about myself too. It's like, like I can go work out with someone for fun, but it's gonna be so embarrassing. I'm gonna go get my butt kicked by a couple of jabronis because I haven't trained in six months, you know. Which if you don't train in six months, that might happen. Um, and so yeah, I, I would, you know, I think your thought process is spot on. I, I think Baby Varner thinks he can win, um, but just the fact that we haven't seen him compete in what two and a half years. Uh, almost, or somewhere around there, or how long's it been? Sixteen right? Sixteen. Two years. Yeah, right at two now. So since we haven't seen him compete in two years, and there was, you know, state college, they keep it quiet up in there. Mm-hmm. You ain't hear no rumors. <laughs> you know, you if there was this was gonna happen, someone would have leaked it. But they got like CIA type freaking security in there. Nothing's coming out of that place. Yeah, they they keep a tighter lid than the than the current administration in terms of getting, getting <laughs> secrets get out. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how, how Varner does. I wonder how big he is. I can't imagine he's much more than 230, but. Yeah, that's where I would go with it, about 230. There you go. We're good. We're yeah. like-minded weight estimators, Ben. Yeah, okay. I was so, Um, you know who else? Uh, you know, I'm excited to see, now that I'm a Badger RTC guy, Nazar is the number one seed over Isaiah Martinez, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, that weight kind of cleared out with, um, with Jordan Burroughs and the people being able to go up to 79 kilo because that was a, a weight class that's available to them now. Um, but, you know, I think Nazar can, can beat Imar and be the you know leader in the clubhouse, essentially, going into the world trials. Yeah, one of those guys that pretty much every tournament he has a solid showing, hasn't got over the hump and made a team or made a made a I mean, that's a trials guy that, final. That's a guy that I think, was it the year that James won? I mean, Nazar? Yeah, he so had, it, in like the, 9-0 or something. Yeah, it was it was I think it was there were there was some controversy if you remember and there was a there was a replay and I want to say it was up eight or nine zero and then they brought it back to like six zero or I can't remember exactly how it was, but and then James came back and won, you know, seven six or eight six or, or, or whatever the damn score was. And then seventy nine KG, we got a lot of exciting matches also if if all other people are entered. I, I didn't look at your post yesterday. So are all, is Hall and Valencia and everybody else entered? No, it's actually it's kind of sad. No Valencia, Hall has late. not registered. Valencia, Valencia scratch. So it's going to be Dake and Ringer. the The three seed is Mike Evans. Oh, Mike I Evans. Enter, I could enter that weight class. Yeah, you. <laughs> I don't know if I can wait by Thursday. And I've got great news. Registration's open till open. till Wednesday night. Yeah, but I bet if you could see my belt right now, you'd know I couldn't make 79 kg. Just do it the wrong way. You and you have to the morning. You actually have extra time because you get to make it in the morning. Uh, you'll get no. you'll get recovery time well, hey, in your first couple matches too. 
I'm annoyed that Valencia and Hall. I both. I suppose they both have a, a way to the trials, though, huh? What? Well, Mark Hall Mark doesn't. doesn't. Mark didn't win NCAA, so I don't think he can, unless there's some sort of junior world, junior world something. That's my only question: is does junior world champ give him some sort of special dispensation into the dispensation into the? Well, you know what, Ben? A lot of people (laughs) I know that. um, (laughs) Sorry, I know that. uh, You know, senior worlds is senior worlds, but a lot of people are starting to put stock into and really believe in um, U23. So I think really. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going that direction, including NATO, who uh, pulled out. NATO's NATO, going U23? I would assume. I mean, that's his only other shot, right? He didn't win NCAA. So, so U23 is essentially universities, um, was, you know, mm-hmm. and no one used to take universities that seriously. You know, we'd have a well, decent team, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like the UWW juniors, and it wasn't like the seniors. It was that's kind of right. like. But UWW used to not take it seriously either. They would have it some years, some years they wouldn't. Yeah, I think they're. It's a big push to make it a regular thing. The U twenty threes. I know. Kind of, you know what? I'm kind of shocked by that because all the foreigners cheat so much on their ages, anyways. Um, I don't understand why age was relevant between the university and then the U twenty three division. It doesn't seem like it makes much sense there. Well, it was pretty funny. The year David Taylor made the university world team, he wrestled Sargush. Sargush was like twenty seven or something, but the. <laughs> The way they made it, it's like if you enrolled in one class at the community college. If you were at the University of Phoenix online, university, university. So, Dennis Argouche, twenty-seven years old, definitely not in school, uh, entered. Yeah. So yeah, but now they're going U twenty-three. They're gonna, they're gonna take a hard stance on the on the ages. I'm sure. Which should you know? There's a little luster. You know, you don't have Thomaselli, you don't have Mark Hall, Zahid, um, but it's gonna make Akron that much more important. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, and Willie, I, I'm a, I'm on the bandwagon that you're starting about this separate UWW juniors and the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. I used to wrestle in both every single year. Yeah. Uh, that I think I think I had two or three years where I could where you know where I was able to do both of them, and I I always did both. So yeah, I, I think that should be separated. I, I know obviously there's a it takes away a travel weekend for some of the college coaches mm-hmm. to be able to do one event in Vegas, but. Yeah, I mean, like you're saying, I mean, I would love to see a Dayton Fix or a Spencer Lee or a Mark Hall in both events. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I was thinking, where where do they move it or where do they put it with? Uh, the one well, in 2016, they yeah, had it with Girl Trials. More busy. Yeah, it's practical. I think it's it's certainly practical from a standpoint of we're having these guys come up. You know, if Yanni was healthy, he'd be in the mix too. And There's other guys. Um, but also... You know, we're getting to a really cool point now, and, and maybe it not, might not be perfect, but USA Wrestling is doing a great thing where you have a season. You have a season. Now, imagine if we had uh, free, imagine if we had junior freestyle at a different date and junior trials at a different date. You would have this four-month window of awesomeness, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're, good. we're moving there. I'm not complaining, but. Yeah, I mean, you could, have, you could essentially have the junior open on the same weekend, but if you – if you move the trials off, you know, then you could have all those guys then enter the trials under some sort of top four NCAA criteria or, you know, something to that effect. Have you looked at 61 kilograms at all? Uh, I, I mean, I, I could guess some of the people in there. Kendrick Maple, Tony Ramos. Uh, who else? What's well, the question? You're well, over two. Over two. Maple's They're, not. You know, guys are in that weight class. Tony's going 57. What? Yeah. Day at morning of weigh-in? He's doing it. He he had a practice match at plus two, and it apparently went well. 
plus two kg is a lot of weight, uh, dog. That's four pounds. I saw a picture of Tony the other day uh, standing next to Scott Del Vecchio, who wrestled 133. Yeah. Del Vecchio looked twice his size. Del Vecchio was a big 33. That guy had a cut. Anyway, all right, here's, here's some of the names because I think 61 is the most yeah. who the freak knows. Joe Cologne. Here's, I'm just reading the seeds in one, order. You're going one on down? Yep, one on down. Cologne, John Morrison, Nishan, Brandon Wright, Cody Brewer, Tyler Graff, Seth Gross, Nico, Corey Clark, Chris Dardanes, Alan Waters, Tiger Style, Darius Little. Go Tiger Style. Um, yeah, you know, that's uh, it's funny because some of those guys, like Cody Brewer, and man, I don't, I'm telling you, I don't follow international level results like I do college or high level high school. Um, but Cody Brewer at five seems kind of weird to me. I, I, obviously, I think he could do a little better than that. Mm-hmm. I know he's very up and down. Graf at six. Graf's good till he gets to the finals, then he's probably probably going to lose. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you want to see where Seth Gross is at, obviously. Um, that that should be a fun one because we don't know. what he- Ben, John Morrison at Farrell had a late win over Gross and a late win over Graf to win it. So he's like a real player now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't. Well, well, I saw John, John Morrison did pretty well in the what, fifteen or sixteen trials? Fifteen. Dang, you got better memory than me. Third, I think. So he, yeah, he's had success before. Um, man, yeah, you're, you're right though. <laughs> Shake him up, and no one knows how they're gonna come out in that one. Ben, do you still have to take your daughters to school right now? Cause no, my remember I told you my right before we started. My wife, uh, we were up early. My wife took them. Um, Early eight, so I can uh, yeah I can have a few more minutes to discuss whatever you guys want to discuss. Does Badger yeah. does you being the head coach of Badger RTC does that is that going to interrupt T Row and Funky Show? Um no I can still do the T Row and Funky Show obviously I, I asked all those questions about AWA and T Row and Funky and everything else I'm already doing and um you know I, I you know as long as Coach Bono knows the uh, the rules about the RTC then then I'm good to go. Uh, so yeah, we're good. We actually filmed the T Rome Funky last night. Man, Tommy's so busy. It may, you know, he admits it. It makes it hard for us to to get in too many episodes. But we're gonna do a good one after the U.S. Open. Hey, Tommy um, just had a his kid won Ohio TOC, I think. Yeah, he must be a little hammer. Yeah, I you know TOC that's like a big thing on the East Coast, but I didn't know anything about that. So Willie, we actually we actually dug into. What you were saying about the kids going to Sam and Blair and all those things, that's kind of what we dug into on the last episode. Oh, cool. I have to listen to it. And uh, the, There's pros and cons. And, I, of course, on Twitter, yeah. I didn't um, exactly uh, put articulate, it, them. articulate them the best way. Um, it's tw- you're not supposed to. But I think there's some truth to it. I was a little, probably a little harsher than I needed to be, though. Yeah, I mean, and so – we both came up with, with the idea, you know, both of our general consensus at the end of the discussion is that, you know, we, we see a point of them for some people, but, you know, neither of us would send, send our kids to one of those situations, even if we did not have the access to the resources that we do. Um, yeah, I'll have to listen to that for sure. It's, it's a, you know, for me, who does a lot of high school stuff, it's, hey, a, let, it's a big topic. Let me spit this question at you, because this is one of the kind of questions I posed to Tommy, and you you always say like the college season is too long and it burns guys out. Mm-hmm. One thing I was thinking about the you know the Sam and Blair and those type of schools that uh, that wasn't the case say 15 years ago is 15 years ago there was no preseason tournaments. I mean literally there was zero. You couldn't find one. It was really challenging. Mm-hmm. And 
as far as postseason tournaments goes, there was no full nationals. There was no USA nationals. There was very, very limited opportunities to compete. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so obviously those schools are going to the toughest in-season tournaments. So their kid, guys were getting high-level competition during the season. Now they're getting it in the preseason and they're getting it in the postseason. I mean, they're going flow or NHSCA, and then they're going UWW cadets, and then they're going Fargo, right? They're doing this. So they're co- essentially competing at a high level for mm-hmm. nine months, give or take a little bit. I think that that's stressful. I think that's tough for high school kids. I mean, you're saying five months for college kids is too long for high school kids to be up. I mean, to have to compete at the highest levels for nine months straight, man, that's a grind. Yeah, that's really a great is. point, and a lot of kids do that, too. They do. And, you know, you think, okay, Super 32 is in October. Well, to be prepared for Super 32, yeah. how many weeks leading up to that do you have to be ready? Yeah. So between that and Fargo, I mean, what if – and if you make a world team, it's even crazier, and that's the that's the one percenters that make a yeah. world team. But if you're if you're one of those guys on that active schedule, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a good point. I mean, what do you take off, August? I mean, you do Fargo in July. It's the one percenters that are doing – um, worlds in August. You take off August, September because to train for Super or uh, yeah for Super Thirty Two, you don't just strap it on on yeah. in October. You you know you start going in September. Because that's the tough. In my opinion, that's the toughest one. Probably Super Thirty Two. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That yeah. UWW Cadets. One of the two are the toughest. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the other thing you know, kind of the point I was making with those those super programs too is. You know, a Wisconsin kid who, if he's really good, if he, if he's really challenging at a Fargo or uh, a Super Thirty Two, you know, they're not getting high level matches in in you know week in and week out during the season. They're going to get a lot of kind of easier ones, but they don't have to really get up for, and they can kind of just kind of blow through them. You know, they're going to get challenged a few times a year, um, so that's kind of almost I would say that's almost a little bit of a downtime for them between the Super Thirty Twos and then the other stuff. Yeah. So a couple of people asked some questions for you. Oh, yeah, let's go. I love questions. Some of them serious, some of them not. The most serious one is this one. Can Askren put Bratke on his back? I'm not sure. Uh, That's the most serious? (laughs) Someone actually asked that. That's Bradley Caldwell. I don't know why he asked that. Yeah, that's funny. I think you could. If if William Ben switched hair, who would look worse? I haven't been bald in 15 years, and I don't know. Hair in 10. You have, <laughs> wait, why were you bald 15 years ago? Uh, freshman initiation at Missouri. Oh, my gosh. Hazing, were you hazed? Yeah. Are you okay? Uh, not really. It was pretty much the greatest day of my life. <laughs> no, we had so much. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a great annual tradition, and uh, I, it has been since shut down because of worries about hazing. It's very, this generation is very unfortunate and stuff like that. What year was the year, year you had cornrows? Or was that several year, different years? Uh, that was several times. I mean, the one the, the Olympic trials finals, I had cornrows. Because Sargouche pulled my hair. My hair was literally falling out in clumps against Sargouche. He, that's how bad it was. And I would, like, point to the the hair on the mat and the ref back. <laughs> that was at World Cup, right? World Cup, yeah. Oh it was my. so ridiculous. I couldn't do anything because if Effer had my freaking club my hair the whole match. You'd be better off if he grabbed your singlet like he did most wrestlers. He's the, He is like, I think he might be the dirtiest of the dirty. Like, I can't think of a wrestler who has, you know, cheated more frequently than him. I mean, he did it like every match. In, in addition to obviously every wrestler. It's really funny since Icarus came out. Some people still don't want to admit that all Russian wrestlers were on the doping program. It's freaking state-sponsored. You yeah. have to be on the program. 
Yeah, and you know Sargush is a uh, Sargush is like a he has a club now. You guys are rival club owners. Dang. <laughs> All right, we're, where are they at? We're going to Moscow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, hey, a question. All right, here's Bradley Caldwell. This a, this actually is a real yeah. question. Is this Mike? Is Mike C? Of no, I've listened to a lot of Tiro and Funky. Ben seems to think high level wrestlers should go into MMA for the money. In his new position, is he going to be telling wrestlers this? <laughs> Um, some of them should, not all of them. I mean, you know, you got you got to have a at least a little bit of a desire. If someone doesn't want to fight, obviously, that is not for them. Um, and then the the other thing is that the, the landscape is so different than in two thousand eight when I was making this decision. Um, you know, a, a good chunk of me wanted to fight in two thousand eight, but the other thing was I wasn't making really any money on the senior level. Not now with the RTC setups and other funding they have. Um, and, and sponsorships are significantly greater in 2008. So, you know, people can live a decent life on uh, being a wrestler. And so if someone wants to fight, absolutely. Go give it a shot. Um, but for most people, I'm probably discouraging them from fighting because fighting as a job is an idiotic choice for 99.9% of people. Got it. All right. That's a good answer. Okay. Do you think Christian should go fight? Yeah, what do you think? You know I. You know what? Honestly, I <laughs> I think it's uh, it'd be good for everyone to have one fight in their life just to, you know, just to see what they're made of a little bit. So I think you guys should do a flow. So actually, someone was talking about this the other day. They do flow, but I remember they did uh, celebrity boxing. Yeah, I think you should do flow celebrity MMA. You guys could wear a few more pads than usual. Yeah, I would tune in. I'd pay twenty bucks to watch you guys scrap it out. Yeah, anyone with there's a lot of people that like to see me knocked unconscious. So you're not. <laughs> You're not. Well, you, no, you might choke Willie out. You just gotta I, weather the storm. No, but that's exactly right. If I weather the storm with Willie, and the storm, it's about forty-two seconds max. Uh, yeah. If I last forty-two seconds without getting knocked out, and there's a there's probably a more than fifty percent chance he knocks me unconscious before then. But if I can weather that storm, he's done. Well, we that's, should do it once. We should do it like once. You know, me versus you and Flo versus Flo, but then we should get some celebs in here. Well, you guys could set, set it up, you know, like 10 fights. I mean, Bader can fight, say, Brat Key or something. Mm. What is, uh, what is Holmes, Barstool doing? I think Holmes versus Nomad would be good. No, no Holmes well, is the, he has to be the referee. <laughs> you got to get someone tougher. Actually, you know, I think Bader should go against Nick Villaquet. I think that's a more uh, – uh, and then you can Brad, bump Brat Key up to face Holmes. Oh, Brat Key versus Holmes. Okay, I'm down yep. with that. That would be a good scrap. Willie and I's fight almost happened organically several times in the summer of 2016. So um, th- it almost happened. We almost had a preview. 2016? When I moved here? Uh, we've, we've almost come to fisticuffs several times. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a rough uh, summer, but uh, we persevered. We made it through it. That would be awesome. Well, Ben, we appreciate you uh, letting us bump a, an extra 10 minutes. Yeah. We will, see you in a- uh, we will see you in Las Vegas. That's very exciting. Yeah. I'll see you in Akron also. And Akron. Christian, I just bought. I just got a Priceline, a nice hotel about 20 minutes away for um, for $54 so you don't stay at the Biker Gang Hotel. I don't know. I I love the grit that these guys accumulate when they stay <laughs> at those kind of places. It's great. Um, Brad had to do some plumbing work the last time <laughs> we stayed at Red Roof. Uh, use Priceline, go three stars and up, and if you go like 20 minutes away, you're good to go. So no biker gangs. All right. Ben, the world traveler, knows how to keep us away from the biker gangs. We appreciate that. We appreciate you coming on, Ben. Anything else before we let you go? No, that's it. I'll see you guys in Vegas. Hey, one more thing, though. For me, you're Badger RTC, so I still expect you here for Flow Zone. 
Yeah, I think I can do. I believe I can do that. It's already on my calendar. All right. Sweet. All right. Thanks, All right. Ben. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, Ben Askren, the reigning one FC champion. We'll just say he's still the one FC champion because he never yeah, lost. He is. He's still a champion. The thing is with Ben, we went. You know, we were thought twenty minutes went a little over. Ben is just such a good talker, and he. Yeah, you just surprise, let ben go. surprise, surprise. Yeah. That yeah. Is. So, very cool. We haven't got to really discuss this on FRL, the, the Ben Askren thing, because it happened, what, that was Sunday night? Mm-hmm. That came out. Very exciting. A lot of momentum at Wisconsin. And uh, you just love to see it, Willie. Yeah. I mean, you know, we thought that Ben would have been an excellent head coach. Um, and I still think that. Um, Bono goes in there, proven commodity, proven head coaching experience. Um, this is the best of both worlds, right? Best of both worlds. I think you can't beat it because Bono's got that D1 coaching experience. You've got the cachet, the Wisconsin ties with, with Ben Askren. You've got Matt McDonough and John Reeder. It's a, it's a good time. I can't wait to go to Madison. It is, he's, he's correct. It is a lovely town. It's great. It's what beautiful. Are we, what were we there for? World Team Trials. Two straight yes, years. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Two years in a row, 14 and 15. Mm-hmm. Nobody came. It was very sad. Empty. I, it, it was uh, All I see in those pictures when Kyle Snyder's gets is those horrible red, red empty chairs. They did have Badgerade, though, or Badger? Badger Max. Badger Max. It's a sensational sports drink that Wisconsin has. Do you think the lack of fans there helped Ben Askren get back into wrestling as much as he did? Because he complained about that ad nauseum, which no, is fine. but... It did bother him because there was like no effort to get people there. Yeah, and uh, he he, dude, they need to give give Madison one more shot with the World Team Trials because Bono and Askren, Bono filled up Brookings, South Dakota. He'll be able to do that Listen, in Madison. They will. I promise. You, I'm I pretty much guarantee with those guys there, they will start drawing. I mean, they're not going to fill a twenty thousand seat arena for for their home duels, but. They're gonna they're gonna draw people. People in Wisconsin are very very passionate about wrestling. It's a big it's a big thing, and I just think over the years it wasn't cultivated with Barry. Cultivated, great word, apropos word. We'll say. Do you think uh, this was one of the questions? I don't mean to get a, put the cart in front of the horse, but mm-hmm. this is related. Um, somebody wrote it wrote in, and I don't want to take it away from Damien, but do you think Seth will go to the Badger RTC? I really don't know. Uh, you you would have to say that seems likely, right? Yeah. Just at this point right now. But, hey, if gross jumps levels this year at SDSU um, and Damien can work out some sort of a financial package or the RTC, whatever, they, they could figure out there, yeah, maybe. But um, I would say at this point that would that'd be like – or maybe Seth Gross would say, like, hey, free agency. I worked with Bono. That was great. Now maybe the next thing. Well, Who knows that's where you know Ben brought that up too when we talk about fighting. Um, the RTCs weren't well. The RTCs weren't in place when he was coming through. Right. Number one. Number two. The funding and the opportunities weren't there. You say free agency. That's a good. That's a good market environment for these wrestlers, right? Like Badger RTC says. I'll pay you X amount. Of, I'll pay you twenty thousand dollars. And this other, you know, Wolfpack Wrestling Club says I'll pay you twenty five. And and so um, it's good for the athletes. Yeah, especially if it's more than twenty thousand dollars. Well, I don't know what it is. I yeah. don't want. Well, it's more than that. Hopefully. Well, I don't. For I don't want to say 
I didn't want to say 70 and then, I don't know. Let's just Nathan say Thomas Ellis and no. Willie on FRL said I'm supposed to get No, answer. let's do that. Let's test the market. Don't All let right, them 125,000. 125 with bonus incentives. Ooh. All right, let's get to the open. It's cuz it's 835. We've got much to get to. Bracky and Nomad have yet to even speak a word. Well, Nomad did. Nomad spoke. But Bracky's here too, guys. Hello, friends. Hey, buddy. Thanks for helping uh set up that Skype with Ben Askren. All right. Should we start with U.S. Open, or should we go? There's some Nebraska. Of course, we never get the inside scoop because Brian Snyder keeps you on lock. No, listen, you got the. But the big stuff happening in Nebraska. We're I, fi- I didn't we're, hear it from Snyder, but I had the Moisey oh, yeah, thing. Moisey thing. I we had did have the Moisey thing. I had the school list, and then last night I fell asleep, mm-hmm. like mad early, like seven thirty, and I get it. I wake up and I have a text from Snyder, and he's like. Uh, He's like, good day for the Huskers. And I'm like, did something else happen? He's like, you might want to look at your website. So, <laughs> and then I didn't even know about the Peyton Rob thing. So Peyton Rob, I didn't. I had no idea if he was or wasn't looking, much less looking at no, Nebraska. So great gift for them. And potentially, would he fill in perfectly for Berger when Berger graduates, you think? Is that the thought? More so um, potentially Zay like he'd go year fifty seven and then slide up to sixty five, mm-hmm. or he could just stay at fifty seven alternatively, or go down to forty nine. Right. Or no. Those, but those yeah, are I was, all great I was working on that uh, last night in my spreadsheet. I got to talk to coaches Manning and or Snyder to get confirmation on some of these guys. On okay. Some of, some of their weights. Well, yeah, just kind of how they're going to space them out going forward. Yeah, and they, you know, Riders on a, not Ryder Hardy is on a. Um, Mission, so he's definitely mm. playing in forty nine fifty seven. I think so. They got Peyton Rob and Zeke Moisey. Moisey gonna be there twenty five next year. Um, you know, it's I, great because sorry to cut you off. It's great because it gives Thompson a year to redshirt. Yes, yeah, that is. Or good. could uh, they redshirt Renneria and Thompson goes year of thirty three? That would be stupid. Absolutely not. Horrible. Just idea. an option. Just, just that's an not option. an option. It's your, that's your worst idea yet. Um. Well, that's later in the show, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, MC, I love you. I love him. Um, so that also means Moisey, there was a relationship there, not relationship, but there was a consideration for Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State's still shopping for a 25. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Yes, they are. Uh, Russell and Shram, I guess, in the mix, but obviously both those guys are coveted. I'm <coughs> sorry, guys. What is it? Are you a little overclapped? A little cayenne pepper, maybe? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll clear it out. Um, so, Russell, I wonder now, does Russell just go to West Virginia with Flynn? Hmm. Kind, of a, kind of a switcheroo there. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh to West Virginia. But I know Ohio State's looking at him. Um, Minnesota as well. Minis- Minnesota actively looking for a 25. I guess they don't want to wrestle McKee right away if they don't have to, is what I read. From that, which you know, certainly means Lezak up, right? Yeah. Well, he already said they already said all those guys are moving up. Yeah. And I you mean, have a year of you have a year of Petrie, like they have, for the they have options. Yeah. Okay, so Ohio State still looking. That's the D one news. Yep. Let's hit, dive hit that the, first, oh. and then go to the open. Open time. The precedes have dropped. We're gonna read them all. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some of the best potential matches based on pre-seeds. A few 
that I identified, and we can maybe take these one by one. Here's one that I think is the most interesting, potentially. We could have a Zane Richards, Tony Ramos quarter, okay? That is not an ideal matchup for, for Tony. Tony does not blow many guys out. Zane Richards is someone he wrestled in college. Remember, his, at NCAAs, his senior year it was a really close match. Now that was 2014. It's now 2018. Yet, y- you can't you know, cast that match off. That's going to be a tough, close match, I would assume. Um, and for the one seed, Ramos, that's, that's, a, that's a tough draw. Now, Zane will have to beat Josh Rodriguez in his round of whatever that is match, uh, 16. Josh Rodriguez has been good. Yeah. Hey, what did he do, Gnomes? Josh he, Rodriguez's last outing was pretty solid. Re- he, refresh my memory. Yeah, he was fifth in Ukraine. Beat some pretty good guys. Mm-hmm. He was also third at U23 trials. So yep. the kind of limited um, competition we've seen at, at him since he's went to Nittany Lion has been pretty solid. Been beating guys, putting up points. Scoring points. Okay. So that match, I think, is, is particularly interesting. Um, at 61, could potentially have a Nico Corey Clark round of 16 match. Two NCAA champions. That's that's this insane. This fire. It's a great weight. Everyone's I mean, kind of complaining about it because there's no one like. There's like, no Jordan Burroughs. There's no you know Kyle Dake. But the the entertainment value, the parody there is really good. Yeah, I want I want to talk about this weight too, because Tyler Graff is becoming a controversial figure. He is a he is. First of all, the weight goes 11 deep. Deep. Alan Wars, wow, shots fired at Darius Little. My bad, Darius. Man. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying it's 12 deep. Uh, Darius Little will, can, will beat one of these guys. Tyler Graff, this is the year. He's winning the U.S. Open. I'm putting my name on it. He's the best guy in the weight. You betting on it? Uh, I'm not going to put money on it, but uh, I'm just – I'm – Putting my name on it here on over the internet. That's the ultimate stakes, I'm told. So <laughs> I, I think I think he's gonna do it. You look at the guys he's beaten, you look at his skill set. Everyone says, yeah, he's good till he makes the finals. Ben Askren taking shots at a, at a Badger alum. Shame on him. I think Tyler is gonna win it this year. And everyone may laugh, but I think he's the best guy and he's my pick. And feel free to jump on. I know Nomad's not gonna pick that. I think the consistency I like Graf. I think one guy to be scared of is Brandon Wright. But yeah. It's, you know, it's a, we said it in the last show. You have to navigate so many. I mean, the well, whole, he, he's not going to see Brandon Wright unless it's the final. Uh, yeah. I'm just putting his name in there too as a, a potential winner. I don't, I don't think a lot of people would think Brandon Wright is a potential U.S. Open winner. He was a runner up last year. Gnomes, what's your pick? I really liked the way Joe Cologne wrestled at uh, the Schultz. I think the Valley RTC has been great for him. I like that he's probably the most dynamic scorer in the weight. He probably scored the most kinds of ways. But That's Tyler Graff. Mm, sure. But he lost to Brandon Wright last year at the Open, and he lost to Cody Brewer, got smoked by Cody Brewer at the trials last year. Now he beat, he smoked Brewer at Dave Schultz, so... Joe Cologne has a lot of variability to him. Yeah, you're right. And Graf doesn't don't all these guys all these guys I feel like no. Brewer has Except that variability. Graf Graf is very even. Graf will either 
slaughter you or he'll lose close. I don't know if we've ever seen Graf annihilated. Like blown out? I can't think of a time where I'm just like, okay, Tyler Graf is completely out of this match. Outclass. It like doesn't happen. Yeah. I think he's the best. Joe Clone has an amazing gut wrench, but I think that Graf is the best parterre wrestler at the weight. Because he can Cause do He both. has a lace yeah. and a, a gut, trap arm. Combine that with his neutral stuff. I think he's a runaway favorite. Are we um, are we undervaluing? My, my particular opinion on John Morrison is let's see him do it again. Are yes. we undervaluing John Morrison? No, I think I think we're taking uh, – I think John Morrison established himself as one of the guys, right? Like he's mm-hmm. certainly in there. But I don't think it's unfair to say, okay, let's see let's it see again. Let's see him do it again, right? Because um, he beat – I mean, he beat He him. beat guys that we wouldn't – think he would beat maybe and and he did it both really dramatically yes so it's like okay he's in the mix but we can't just say because he beat gross because he beat graf he's a favorite i i would have said going into Farrell, going into that final graf text morrison that's what that would have been my prediction so for him to just wrestle with him much and beat him that's really impressive yeah we have graf's a factor here uh and like you i want to see him do it again so your pick is graf over um, Someone. Graph over, let's say, Cologne. Uh, couch? Nomad picked it this morning in his preview, but I like Cologne over Brewer. Brewer, I love, well, I that's love not well, possible. That's, that's a semi. That's no. a semi. Well, Cologne over somebody. I'll take right over Graph. Right over Graph. Okay, interesting. I don't think right. Why didn't you fix your dang preview? Because I was working on other previews. <laughs> He's there's there's guys, there's a hundred previews that one has to write. They're having the a content States meeting open. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Close this content meeting. I think that's. I mean, the the thing is, they're all reasonable picks. Um, you know, Brewer. I love Cody Brewer. I love how he wrestles, but I just think in one of those matches, he, it's going to be a long road to make the final. He's going to have to. He's going to shoot himself out of a match, I worry. It's also hard when you give up eight points every match. Yeah. he's He was up 8-0 or 9-0 on someone, and then he won like 20-10 or something. He, he has crazy. I was watching. Didn't, was he even leading Bond like 4-0, 6-0? He was up 6-0 on Bond, yeah. Which is basically like one step out. It's like 1-0 against Bond. Because it doesn't matter because Bond just pins. That Well... Then, but Brewer got countered a lot on his own attacks. He kept Talk about shooting. shooting himself out. Yeah, that was an example there. Um, all right, sixty-five, right? Yeah, uh, it's Andy Simmons' world, and everyone else is just living in it. Our own wrestling nomad went there, picking, and now we know it's not possible anymore because of the precedes. But he picked Andy Simmons to place ahead of Evan Henderson, who just won the tournament that Andy Simmons entered. Interestingly. And Joey McKenna. And Jay Nyerman and all these other guys. I just can't. I can't. I'm not down with it. And no shots. Nick Simmons, don't choke me out for this. You're my guy. But I did. No. Yeah. So, no. So Nomad. Nomad has like a lot of great insight and a lot of. <laughs> he, he has a lot this of. This is a great thi- setup. He has a lot of great insight and a lot of, you know, nine out of ten. It's great stuff. 90% is a very great percentage. Right, and then people will write in and say, hey, can we get Nomad's take on this and that? But then every every 10th 
every tenth suggestion is from Neptune. It's he, from outer space. He doesn't just miss. It's not an incomplete pass. It's a pick six, it, you know, right? He's who is, it? is darts, he? He's darts. Jeff George. No, Jeff George was never ninety percent with anything. Uh, I don't know who he is. There is no comparison. In, He's Matt in, Schaub a few years ago. Matt Schaub. Matt he Schaub, couldn't stop yeah. throwing pick sixes. Yeah. It, he was like a shot fighter at that point. Yeah, so 9 of 10, Nomad is throwing these accurate darts. Boom, right over the middle. Hitting Kronk and stride. And then pick six. They're taking it to the house. Nomad, Andy Simmons, explain yourself. Explain yourself. Joey McKenna does not have a great track record on the senior level. Mm. Evan Henderson... Lost to Nick Dardanes last time they wrestled. I think Andy's better than what I saw from Andy Simmons at Bill Farrell, what I saw from Josh Kindig at Dave Schultz. I think Andy's going to beat him. I think Andy's going to beat Robbie Mathers. He will then lose to Logan Steber. Uh, McKenna's got an amazing draw to the finals. Hmm. So it'll be an all Ohio RTC final. And then I think Andy Simmons gets third on the backside. I. I would bet he, before his, his US body open eclair cakes. His does not body. <laughs> He hasn't wrestled in six years, so I don't think he's going to have many injuries. Whereas he's a lot of these guys have, have continually... lots of injuries. He's he's older. I understand that. No matter. So this is, is Dan not Dennis. He needs to take so calcium is, So is Dan Dennis. Dan Dennis was an old man. No, he certainly Dan Dennis was had, not. Dan Dennis had the had the age of a forty-five year old and a twenty-eight year old's body when he won Olympic trials. He was twenty-eight. I don't know. He was whatever he was. <laughs> you're, just, you're just talking. You're just saying. You're just but Andy, dude, I'm telling you, Andy Simmons is going to. He's, he's gonna, not going to be top three. He's going to wreck someone's world. Is there, is there anything you would be interested in wagering that he's not top four? We'll go. Uh, we can go Canes. Ooh, a three piece. Can, all right, Canes for you, Popeyes for me. Basically, I think he will outperform his seed, which is what five. five. So I'm saying, so he has to get four or better. Yes. All right, let's do it. Three-piece Popeyes for me. Whatever yeah. you get at Kane's for you if he wins. Deal? Yeah. Electronically, shake me from a distance like this. Here, Bracky, can you uh, – you are CP's surrogate in this. Okay. Right, okay. Cool. No, so, Willie, so, you're mine. So, um, <laughs> okay. Cool. Deal's on. Deal's so on. if he places four – Or better. You get Kane's. If he places six, CP gets a, a three-piece. No, fifth. I get fifth. If he gets fifth, I win. Oh, so he has to outplace his seed. Yes. Yeah. That's fine. Okay, there's no push. All right. <laughs> I, I like this. What, I'm, what I'm, this will also do is inspire Evan Henderson to flip me double birds because oh. he was mad at me for the Pharaoh and then he wrecked everyone. Yeah, and Farrell. you're still not learning. He won the he won the field that Andy Simmons I know, he was looked, in like he a month excellent. ago. He looks excellent. Huh? He looks excellent this year. Well, you apparently don't. I'm I'm happy because 65 right now is, is outside of Logan – Right? Somebody's got to step up to push Logan. How about we thought this was going to be Logan and Zane and it's not happening? All the tears. Boo. What Thoughts? Thoughts Maybe. here? I, there's, I think there's two real wild cards. Jason Ness and Jaden Ironman. That's the other thing. Jason Ness is – so Jason Ness in his last 11 matches is 4-7, and seven, Are you telling me ideal. right now, and, Andy Simmons versus Jason Ness, you're taking, you're taking Andy Simmons? Uh, yeah, right now. You would take Andy Simmons against Jaden Ironman? Yeah. Wow. Jaden Ironman lost to Bulu Wallen at U23 trials. Dang. That's a pretty good pull there, Nomad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he, can re he really has a pretty good memory of that stuff. All right. I, 
I just, you know what? I remember how old Andy Simmons is. That's yeah. that's where my memory goes to his I mean, age. This, this is this is Kyle Rochelle 2.0, really. Right. And then right. Kyle Rochelle went Tex Mash at Pan Am's, and then they wouldn't let him in. It was a travesty, one of the biggest travesty in USA wrestling history. Okay, let's keep it moving. Seventy. Seventy kil- kilowatts. Frank Molinero, Chase Pammy, Alec Pantelio, Chamberlain, Hunter Stieber, Mason. Now here it gets interesting. These next four: Dylan Ness, Hayden Hidley, Ryan Deacon, Matt Kolodzik. Mm-hmm. This this weight is very interesting. Now I think I strongly believe Molinero is a cut above all these guys. Me too. It's so it's Molinero. You put Molinero in the finals, right? Just just set him. He's over there. Congrats, congrats, G Hulk. And then. This, I mean, Hayden Highly succeeded. The t- a ten. I don't know if he's quite big enough for this, mm-hmm. but I, I think he'll do well. I think I think Hayden Highly is the real wild card here. I think his style is great for for freestyle. I love his underhook series. Alec Pantelli is the three. I think he's a problem too. I Who? like his style. Alec. Yeah. He's, he's had great freestyle success junior level. How much senior level experience does he have? Wrestling nomad. Well, he was he made the trials last year, which is when every when everybody last year when he went seventy, they're like, oh yeah, there's no way this dude's touching one forty nine. Yeah, but he's his gut wrench defense is problematic. Sus. Yeah. Okay, that's not good. Now, and that's one thing that self admitted too. He has said that many times. Well, it's hard publicly. No, it's for hard. sure. It's Clock, it sucks. Not bad parterre. Yeah. <clears throat> Who's the, who's got the best uh, parterre game in this mix? Is it probably Molinero? Chase Pammy? Pammy is the spring of eternal youth. That man has been wrestling forever. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Okay. That's 70. 74. Oh, Dylan, that's going to make the finals, by the way. Oh, uh, Molinero. I'll take Molinero over uh, 10, 7, 9. Pentelio. The, no, the, Pammy. It's probably going to be Pammy. The best matchup is so the semifinal between Molnar and Chamberlain. Those are the two best guys. Dylan Ness makes the finals. Lowest seed guy to make the finals. Dylan Ness? Yep. All right. Well, who you got? You you just Willie went when I said Pammy. So who is it? I ain't taking Pammy. I ain't taking Ness either. I want Kyle's first. I want to say Panaleo, but now I'm all freaked out. He's going to get turned like yeah, a top. Exactly. Uh, I'll say Pammy Molnaro. Highly Deacon's going to be an awesome match, by the way. Dylan Ness isn't making the finals. Yeah. He will do something. It will be a crazy match, and he'll lose. Yes. be like 14-13 or something like that. Didn't – did Ironman and Ness wrestle? Didn't Ironman pin Ness? Ironman and Ness. How are they ever possibly in the same weight? Yeah. What am I thinking? Ironman beat Jason Ness. No, I know what I'm thinking. I know what I'm thinking. Oh, he wrestled him. Disregard. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I like Pantelio. I like Hayden, and I like Kolodzik. Okay. Um, I think that I think that Kolodzik's probably the best freestyler among them, but I don't know if he. Um, I don't know if he. Um, what's the face for? Kolodzik's not making the final here. I don't know if he's big enough. I know, so I'm going. I one like of the, the other two. I like the cleanness of who, Kolodzik's who? leg attack. Say, say two names. Give me Pantelio. Okay. So Molinero, Pantelio, we all got Molinero. Nomad's got Simmons. All right, 74. <laughs> Nazar, Imar, and we'll just leave it at that. Let's go to that match. I think 
Imar, even though Nazar's probably got the, the chops, the maybe the credentials. Uh, anyone taking Nazar? Um, no, I like Imar by a little bit. Also, Evan Wick Nazar is interesting because they train together in Wisconsin. I agree. I actually, I'm really excited to watch Evan Wick. And that dude, that dude commits to leg attacks. Like, he is, he's not going to lose a match on confidence. Hey, did Tommy Gant enter? Yeah, where's Tommy? Well, so uh -oh. he's probably not going, looks like, which is which kind of makes sense. And I wanted to get to this with the like, guys who – I want to have a kind of side thing about guys who aren't going and why it's smart or not smart. But Tommy Gant, not going. Is this smart? <laughs> yes. It's smart for him to not go. Yes. Because he could he – I'm here's what I'm going to hypothesize. He has beaten someone really good and will have a really good seat at trials if he doesn't go, but he could mess up his seat if he wrestles U.S. Open and doesn't do great. Additionally, fewer weigh-ins. And it's, and you can't make final X at seventy four. Is yeah. that a difficult weigh in for Tommy Gant? I don't think it is. No. I'm just saying the guy the 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 line of thinking is the same. It's all guys. All the guys who aren't going are already qualified for World Team Trials and, and already have guys sitting in final X, and they have fewer weigh ins and fewer matches if they just do trials as opposed to doing trials and open. Why why is a fewer matches a thing? They what? don't do anything all year long. <laughs> yeah, these guys don't wrestle hey, at look, all. Hey, look, I wrestled seven matches this year. I need to cut it down. <laughs> the, the less, That's a great point. The less times you have to weigh in, the less opportunity you have to get hurt, I think, is smart. I don't. For the guys who are – they have they have a world medal sitting well, in the Well, Andy Simmons doesn't trying... that way. He wrestled at Farrell like two weeks ago. Well, yeah, he hadn't been on the mat in six years. You got to get, get, get shake the rust off. Uh, he shook it off. He shook it off hard, boys. A anyone taking anything <laughs> other than Imar over Nazar? Give me just give me a nod or a shake. Everybody got IMR everyone's got that. Seventy nine kilograms. Kyle Dake, Alex Daringer, Mike Evans, Josh Asper, Natch. I mean, I've, that's the biggest question. Maybe the biggest question of the time, right? Like, can Ringer go with Dake? Well, we've seen it. We know it'll be close. I we believe it'll be close. He can win. He will not win. I think Kyle Dake will win by one to two points. All their matches last year, they wrestled three times last year, Dake and Ringer, and each time Ringer made it closer and closer. Now there is the Kyle Dake has always, like, the year him and Taylor wrestled in the finals, he beat Taylor Caldwell like 2-0 in the semis, mm -hmm. right? Like he's always been the guy who, oh, the other guy scores more points, but Dake just wins. Yeah, Dake just wins. That's the the Kyle Dake story. And All uh, he does is win, no matter what. No matter what. And, and he has – so he's wrestled 12 matches – at 79, has nine techs where he's outscored guys 94-0, then beat Hasanoff 5-3, Zasiv 9-7, lost 8-2 to multiple-time Uregan champ Gadji Magomedov. So this is a high-scoring Kyle Dake, unlike we've seen in years. I went back and watched that match the other day. He didn't seem right. What? He kind of got worked. Oh, Gadji? No, yeah, Gadji. That was bad, yeah. But he didn't even look himself, like... There's there's a thing like yeah that guy's really really good, and there's like that guy's really that guy's good, but I wouldn't pick that to play out that way again. I don't I think hope they're not. He's probably gonna anyway. be our guy. Uh, but the thing is, he looked good in the matches before. Who was it? He had an amazing match with someone. Zasiv. That was one of the best matches mm -hmm. of this year. You so can far. only watch it on like Russian Facebook or something. Yeah. It's great though. Which that Nomad. Thankfully, Nomad has. When we had Nomad. Nomad, Nomad had a an account for the Russian Facebook. Didn't have an actual Facebook account, which comes up frequently for our work. So we had to make yeah. a. 
I mean, we so, put it in G let, let me tell this story real fast, and then we'll move on. Nomad did not have Facebook at any point, okay? For probably a variety of reasons we should not get into because that's a show <laughs> unto itself. So he makes one. Of course, he doesn't use his real name. He uses his grandfather's name. <laughs> now, we all know this in here, but uh, Nick Shank, who is the our director of marketing, basically in charge of all the content marketers, gets on Facebook, and he sees that something was posted by Carmelo Sirio, and he's like, oh, my gosh. What we're getting hacked or something again because our Facebook got hacked one time and he was freaked out. And we're like, no, that's just Nomad. And then one time he's like, what's Nomad's real name? And no one knew Nomad's real name. So anyways, <laughs> Nomad causes all these problems and issues with his little idiosyncrasies. 86 kilograms. David Taylor, Richard Perry, Pat Downey, Tim Dudley. Pat Downey in the mix. Can he beat Richard Perry? I don't think so. He hasn't so far. He has not so far. I think Perry's a bad matchup for him. I don't think so either. Um, also, Perry trains more consistently. Uh, based on what? Yeah, what's that based mean? What I'm sorry. Can you elaborate? What do you mean? What are you trying what you, to say? Wow, what's the implication here? That uh, Pat Downey does not always take his training seriously. As wow. He's wearing a Baltimore hat, he says that. Wow, you are betraying your own Baltimore brethren. Yeah. It's just like Natty West Bo Baltimore Bruiser. all over again. What'd you say? The Natty Bow Bruiser. The Natty Bow Bruiser. Now, all right, so shots fired. Hey, fine. He can be mad at you this USL. Yeah. Last time he was mad at me, he can be just go ahead and be mad at you. I'm all in favor of guys being mad at me if it inspires them to wrestle better. So, I, I hope. Yeah, you were the inspiration for here, all. Pat Downey, you won't beat Richard Perry. Oh, so oh go do is, it. Wow. This is reverse psychology right now. Yeah, are you trying to reverse jinx him to the U.S. Open Championship? No. No. Yes, no. Yes. <laughs> anyone? Will here's the question for David Taylor: Is there anyone he doesn't tech? No. I think he texts his way through. Mm, Richard has in the past not been teched by him. That's accurate. But, but last year in the finals, he was teched pretty quickly. Yes, by him. accurate. Yeah, I think he texts him again. D David is jumping levels as we speak. I would, he, he continues to improve. I would say Perry is the only one who can score points and go full six minutes, and both those things are certainly off the table. I was thinking back how, how freaking good Richard Perry is. This dude, he had – I won't say he had Dake beat at the Olympic trials. He did. He got hosed, though. I know that much. He got hosed in that match badly. Accurate. He had a beat. He, he was right there. And Dake was right there to make make the team. I can't remember what's his history against Jaden. I know we're, this, this really doesn't matter, but I don't know that they ever have they ever hit. wrestled. Jaden that year had a couple really. I mean, he almost lost leading up. I forget who gave him a real tough match at the trials. Most guys. But the thing, I mean, Perry Perry's like classic free you know guy who never did anything folk style. Didn't qualify for fourteen trials. Goes zero and two at fifteen trials. Is in the Conti semis of the Olympic trials in 16, including that really close match with Dake. Loses to former world team member Keith Gavin. And then last year um, is one match away. He finishes fourth, one match away from making national team. Then this year it seems like he's he's going to be number two on the ladder and the only guy who can score points on David Taylor. So yeah. good good progression. Good job, Richard Perry. Good job, Richard Perry. Yeah, a, a definite tribute to his work. 92, Jaden. Perry beat Downey 2-1 at the Schultz. 2-1? Very boring match. I don't think there was maybe three knees hit the whole match. 2-1. Oh, I remember this match. It was awful. <laughs> it was terrible. Mm -hmm. 
Dang. Okay. All right, moving on. Jaden Hayden, Enoch, Kenny Quartz, Josh Manu Ginobili, and Nico Reyes. This is Jaden's weight. I think we keep it moving, right? Jaden Zilmer final. Jaden Zilmer. Zilmer I, made two national teams last year. <laughs> Shout out to you, that. Like, I mean, Jaden, right? Jaden, next topic. But for the finals, first of all, is Riley Lefevre entered? Because I think he's a contender to make the finals if he's opposite. And I think Deron Wynn is, too. Yeah, is Deron Wynn not? Is he in 92? Deron Wynn What an exasperated sigh Nomad just Was saved. supposed to go 92 For the Bill Farrell Couldn't make it And has designs on going 86 For open slash trials He's going 86? But couldn't make 92 plus 2 at Bill Farrell Deron Registered at 92 Come on bro You're my height Oh my god! Cut down You're gonna get stomped Wait, out Deron Deron gets furious With this kind of stuff D- Look man Either cut down Or don't say you're making the weight Oh my gosh! Well, wait, he's registered at ninety-two. Is he registered, Nomad? You don't he know is. this. That's what I'm looking at. He is at. registered. So, but he's not seated. He has not wrestled freestyle in how long? He well, just he beat Blaze and. Uh, oh yeah, Farrell. he just made the Pharaoh finals. Yeah. At ninety-six. At ninety-seven. Uh, he may have not been registered yesterday before. He one hundred percent was registered. Oh well, then. Yeah, I don't know. They must not like why him. Why isn't he not? Seated? He's been registered. Yeah, now, now that you mention it. Okay, yeah, I think you're exactly right. He could totally beat. Uh, he could make the finals if he's opposite Jaden. <clears throat> Shoot, he beat Jaden. It was before Jaden, you know, won, you know, the Olympic bronze and all that greatness. But he beat him the year Jaden won NCAAs as a true freshman. So that's me, of note. Give me Zilmer. All not right. over Jaden, over Duran. Kyvin Gadsden, Ty Walls this is 97. Nathan Burak, Schaefer, Blaze Cobble. These are the goat slayers. And, uh, yeah, give me Gadsden, I guess. I mean, you got to go Gadsden. Who do you take? Burak and Walls have split matches, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know that they – I don't remember their wrestling. I'm pretty sure they split matches. I'm almost 100% sure they split matches. They're, they're about even. Or maybe they split places. One took second, one took third in different tournaments. Um – what I do know is that Ty Walls has uh, number one, like, and I'm sure Burek probably does too. But they they say Ty Walls has like a ridiculous diet, like so meticulous, and treats by like a temple. I really like what the Southeast RTC is doing. You know, Ferry Molnar, all those guys, and he's be. and he's younger. I think he's hungrier. I think Ty Wall and Ty Walls like dropped tonight. He's like, I'm dropped ninety seven so I can wrestle Kyle Snyder. That's crazy, but that's exactly why he's gonna do really well this year. So you think he beats Kyvin? Is this the temple factor? No, but I think he I think he beats Birak. Okay. I don't think that's a... Well, I mean, Ty treats his body as a temple and Kyvin eats ice cream. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, give me Ty. If we're... If, we're, <laughs> if this is... If temple is a factor, it's Ty already. Cancel the tournament. All right. 125. This weight is stupid. A lot of times I'm like... I ain't gonna lie. Kind of out on 125s. Not this time. I'm in. I'm more in than I've ever been. Dom Bradley, Zach Ray, Jake Varner, he won Olympic. Adam Kuhn, Gable Stevenson, Tony Nelson. That's that's furious. That now we're gonna have a we're gonna have a Varner Tony Nelson quarter. Okay. They seeded Gable ahead of Tony Nelson. Gable has zero senior level matches. Tony Nelson beat Zach Ray last year at World Team Trials. Yeah, why'd they do that? That is insane. 
Whose man's is this? Why did they seat it like that? Why I did mean, they these seat it like that? will get changed then, right? In the seating meeting? Yeah, they if... could get changed. Maybe at the Minnesota Storm's like, can you seat it like this? Or maybe Possibly. they're like, they wrestle in the room. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. Unless, I mean, I guess being a junior world champ is that's something that's definitely noteworthy. I, I get I get not not having Gable as random draw or like not seated because he doesn't have any senior level matches because he's obviously that good. But like five, he's uh, just more so ahead of Tony Nelson. Yeah, Tony like, Nelson, that doesn't. Make who's sense. a legit? Yeah, he's been, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe he does kill Tony Nelson in the room, and they're like, "Yeah, okay, seat him ahead." But like, that's not seating criteria. Public, yeah, publicly, publicly, it's all right. We need answers. We need answers. We Who do we talk them. to? Huh? Who do we talk to? The president. All right. Maybe of USA Wrestling, not the United States. Um, so Gable Coon Quarter. Uh, I think that's the worst potential matchup for for Gable. Hmm. I think. What, what do you think? I, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing. I just like I, that peak manager. Like I want to hear more. Well, I think the guy's a lot of his offense is predicated off his heavy hands and snaps. I don't. I do not foresee him snapping Adam Coon getting racks. Now we've seen. <laughs> well, how tall is how tall is Gable? Probably six. And 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 Coon six Adam, five. Six Can five, he reach? Right? I mean, eight twelve to get to get snaps to club the head. He's going to maybe have to come out of position. Now, I'll say this. We've seen Mr. Temple himself, Ty Walls, stay real compact and low, fire off real quick high crotches, lift him, and finish him. We've seen him lift. We have not seen that this year with Adam Kuhn. Kyle Snyder couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Snyder mm-hmm. scored off a low ankle and a throw-by. Yeah. Uh, so maybe those days of being able to high crotch Adam Kuhn are no more. Maybe he just can't do that anymore. But there was a time where... He could get picked up off the mat, off, off head outside shots. Walls did it routinely. Nick Tavanello, John Gingrich. Um, but then again, this is before Kuhn reached this yeah, I form. Thought, I thought that Kuhn looked like a different beast this year than last year. Yeah, I, a I, lot of different ways. I think this is a problematic matchup for, for Gable. I agree with you, Christian. And the, the one thing that I've always been concerned about with Gable. As much as I think Gable is a prodigy and, I mean, maybe the best high school wrestler we've ever seen and, and age-level prospect we've ever seen, when you get to uh, senior level 125, mm. Akul, mm. Makoff, these guys are these guys are taller than Adam Kuhn. And, well, no. Yeah. Akul is not taller than Adam. Adam Kuhn is 6'5". Akul's a monster. Akul's like 6'3". Akul's monster. But they're all huge. Parvis Hadi, right? These Gesemi, these monsters. Patrius Vili's tall. Yeah. Like, and to to predicate your offense on snapdowns against guys who are f- four or five, six inches taller than you is concerning. Now, Gable has six otherworldly four. feet and, and incredible mental and really good gut wrench. But getting those takedowns is going to be tough. Taha is 6'4", for what it's worth. Um. Yeah, you know, Gable, I you know tweeted, probably best high school prospect ever, but he's still a baby. I mean, he was a cadet last year. He's a first year junior. He's a first year junior. Is he eighteen yet? He's. No. I think so. He's going. Minnesota wrestle. Wrestling tweeted last week he was seventeen. Crap. He's wrestling against twenty <laughs> somethings like Adam Kuhn, who's been in college for five this years. This is Don Bradley. 
I mean, I think that's a bad matchup too. Listen, everybody talks about Gable's great feet, and they're probably the best ever for a high school kid. Don Bradley has amazing positioning and footwork. Yeah, Don Bradley's like a little bit taller, a little bit heavier, seven years older version of Gable. Whatever. Right. So it the the interest with Gable is you just have no idea mm-hmm. where where does he fit. We have it's it's just it's a total guess, right? Unless you've seen him go with Tony Nelson or you've seen like some of these OTC practices, you have no no clue where he stacks up. And it's interesting. I mean, you know, he could he could he could DNP or he could um, take fifth or something. And you're gonna say he's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. If he pulls one upset and his road is ridiculous, brutal. If he pulls one upset, you're like, oh my god. I mean, all eyes on Gable this weekend, right? For sure. And I. I want to kind of get out in front of something because him not placing or him not winning, whatever, this is not like the, the Gable hype train has run like <laughs> right, too, too right. intense. No, it, the hype is legit regardless mm-hmm. of it's just we're, we're not sure quite where he stacks. His time is coming, right? It's going, uh, yeah. it's going to happen. If it's happening r- right now, remember, Kyle Snyder didn't make the his senior world team today. He was 19, so two years down the line. Okay, well, so but I don't think Kyle even tried. No, he didn't try, but he probably wasn't in the mix at, at that point either, right? Kyle lost 2012 junior trials to Tanner Hall, mm-hmm. then wins the junior world title, mm-hmm. then gets bronze, right. lost to Gugayev. Then the next year has to beat Varner three times to make the team. He made a big jump, 14 to 15. Yes. So there's... That time is yet to come for Gable. Now, of course, the timelines are not going to overlap or right. whatever. But it's just it's of note that if this doesn't go great for Gable and he doesn't win it, it's not like the, yeah. he's not legit or the hype wasn't wasn't was so misplaced. The guy too. I mean, the curveball here too is is Varner. Yeah. I mean, this guy's an Olympic champion, but we saw after he won the Olympics, <clears throat> like. A little bit of a different Varner, I thought. His activity level dropped. He's, you know, he's Wait, since when? Since after he won the Olympics. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was never even in college as dominant as he was. He was, he was never, like, the most offensive human ever. But um, I thought in the Worlds at 2014, he just looked not indifferent, but... Um, repeatedly got pushed out. He yeah. repeatedly got pushed out. Um so, but what to make of it? It's a different weight. 97 is fundamentally different in the tactics and the scoring and, and, and what these guys attempt. Do you give him a shot? Yeah, yeah. I give him, I do give him a shot. I, too. I, I think even someone like, I mean, Nelson's going to, that's going to be a one to two point match, him and Nelson. That's going to be a hard dude for him to move. I mean, then Zach Ray, that's going to be a tight match, right? Um, so he's going to be in a lot of losable matches. Uh, I, I think he places top four, but I would be, I I would be genuinely surprised if he won. I really would. Okay, so couch, who you got? Who's in the finals? Who win? Speak. Dom Bradley over Jake Varner. Tiebreaker two with the candlestick. All right, Kyle, go. Uh, losing him. I'll say Dom Bradley over Varner too. 
Goosebumps. Um, I got, I got Gable over Varner. Just kidding. I got Dom over Ray. Zach Ray. What if Gable and Varner meet on the backside? And they make a deal. No, I don't know. Yeah, what's, that'd be awesome. That'd be all time. What's Coon seated? Five? Four? Four. 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 I'll take uh, Dom over Varner. Wait. Wild, wild, no, I got Coon. I got Coon. Coon's winning this. Hold on. Wild, Coon's winning this tournament. Wild card with Coon. He also has to wrestle Greco day before. I know. Could I'm he a little be tired? Worried. I think it'll... I think it'll warm him up. Coon doesn't get tired. He don't know how. I got Coon, Coon over Ray. Adam Coon winning this thing. Coon over Ray. Okay. I think that's happening. Adam Coon has jumped levels. He beat Kyle Snyder. Cyborg I don't care how much bigger he is. Can any of these guys beat Gwiz in Final X? Adam Coon can beat Gwiz. Okay. Yes. He I don't know if I'll pick it yet. I really want to see this. We'll have an idea of where he fits. But you know I, he absolutely can. Now, I'll know if I'm picking it after the Open. Call me crazy. Nuts. I like Gable matching up with Gwiz more than I like the oh, G- for Gable sure. matching up with the guys in his field. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But he's yeah. for him to get to Gwiz is yeah. a yeah. get in line, right? Okay, it's 916 here in Austin, Texas. Beautiful Austin, Texas. We didn't get to any of your questions. For that, we were eternally sorry. Should we, uh, Should we? ask go over juniors at all? We'll do two. I would love to. What, what can we do? What can we do? It's a long time. What do you want me to do? Juniors uh, are you, awesome. 70 kilograms. Awesome. 79. Amazing. We'll, uh, we'll do something Wednesday or Thursday. We'll give you something FRL-esque, if you will, from the U.S. Open. Um, maybe we'll go live on Facebook. Me and Nomad are already gone. You guys are here, though, right? Mm-hmm. We leave well, Thursday. Spade is gone too. Oh, there's one good question. There's one really good question that I, r- I want to ask. Which is more likely? I think I, I think we know the answer. Maybe it's not that good. Fix beating DeShazer, Pirelli, and Ramos, or Gable beating Cood, Bradley, and Varner Ray winner? More likely? Yeah. Fix. Fix. Dayton. Yeah. Yeah. Still think, I still think it's a good question by Ross Patton, the wrestling guru 57. Ross good. Patton's good. Christian says the rest of your questions sucked. Oh, no, that was just one. one he didn't the, say that. I'm just one. Of the, oh, here's another, one more good one from Zach Donahue. This, this is going to infuriate us to answer this question. I already know it. Andy We're going to end the show on it. What is Nomad's spirit animal? I've yes. never thought about this. Well, we'll we think are about prepared. It. We knew that you never thought about this, and we are prepared for you to say something audacious. So go. I don't know. I got nothing for Come you. on. Come on, what? dude. Come on. What a fraud. You don't even know your spirit animal. Uh, give me you a know. dire wolf. I don't know. A dire wolf. All right. We, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Neil Diamond. Uh, <laughs> Neil Diamond? I, I thought you were going to say something audacious. We, we were taking a poll before Silverman? you came in here that you would pick, like, not an animal. Yeah, I'd be like, what's our spirit animal? A, ah, a bag of probably a cloud. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say it's a cloud. Uh, the sun. All, All right. right. We're going. Willie's got a pack. We've got to get ready. There's so much content to do and to run and make sure you guys see so you're adequately excited for the Open. I'm sorry we weren't able to talk about the juniors. We will do something to make up for it. Well, okay. we're, I know what you're planning on running. Best weight classes in juniors, preview at juniors, in-depth. Pro- I mean, there's going to be a lot of juniors coming this A lot of junior heat. There's already been a lot of juniors. Yeah, and it's not stopping. Thank you, A6. 
thank you so much for your sponsorship of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Thank you for listening. U.S. Open starts Wednesday. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday concludes with senior finals. We will be there on location. And uh, thanks a lot. We'll see you next time. <laughs> We're still here, I think. Do we stop recording? So I can start.